You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. So you have the Giants and the Vikings. It's Sunday at 4.30 on Fox in a wildcard matchup that is one of the most anticipated of the weekend. And the man behind the Giants' defense joins us right now. That is Don Wink Martindale. Coach, how you doing? Thanks for giving us a few minutes. Doing great, guys. How you doing? Can't complain. Kudo Matados. Uh, be, be a lot, we'll feel a lot better after we get this dub um, on, on Sunday or yeah. Saturday, whatever day it is. I'll tell you what. But – um. You took over a defense that was you know, had to make a true a huge transition. Uh, where are you at in your program, and how are you um, as far as growing packages and being able to, to build off of packages? Well, that's what's been so challenging this year, Bart. You know, you and I, I remember I saw you at P.F. Chang's and we were talking about it, um, you know, before the season even started, if I remember right, in the offseason. Yeah. And, uh, you know, a credit to these guys, these players, man. They, they, they study their tails off. Uh, and, and right now I think we're executing at a very high level. And, uh, you know, that's what I keep telling, you know, talking to guys about, you know, we're, we're, we're building a playoff defense. We're, you know, we're, we're getting ready to, you know, to, to be a playoff type defense. And we finally got everybody back healthy. And really this will be the first time that the original starters coming out of training camp, you know, are going to be able to play together. You know, the, the ones that are still here, some of them obviously are gone because, uh, uh, you know, we've been doing things in the, uh, the, the you know, at the bottom end of the roster and, and other things like that. But it's it's been – I think we're right on schedule. You know, I'm not going to be one of those guys that, that, that BSs with you and say, you know, we only got 60% of our package in. We got just enough of our, our package in every, every week when we play the, the, our opponent and we can give them different looks. Now – I know sometimes experience can be overrated when you talk about having an inexperienced defense going into playoff football, but you've, you've played a lot of playoff football, so you have the experience for them. And as a play caller, how do you manage building up not to give up the big mistake, but also make sure that you can instill that confidence to kind of calm their nerves until they get their sea legs ready and they really make the adjustment to the speed, the tempo, and the execution that is needed to win in the playoffs? Well, you know, I, I think it, it comes down as your entire defense, the confidence going into it. Um, you know, I, I always like to, you know, there's there's some things you'd like to just let them settle in, you know, to use your words with it. And then there's also that guy that you want to get started too. And, you know, I'm talking, you know, linebacker play and things like that. And, and you know what I'm talking about there, Bart, that you, you want to send them just to get them going and then let them play. So you know it's it's a, there's a there's a, a fine line with it, uh, you know. But uh, I think that uh, it, with with the playoffs, you know, the intensity rises, and you try to do whatever they can do uh, the fastest and and think less to the best of their ability. You know what I mean? 
It's Barton Hahn. We're talking with Wink Martindale. He is the defensive coordinator of the Giants. They take on the Vikings in wildcard weekend on Sunday at 4.30. And, and you'll, let's go back to that uh, P.F. Chang's meeting that you had with Bart before the season even started. Because <laughs> that was a meeting. Besides the fact that Bart was trying to get a job also – uh, just yourself taking this challenge of a team that hadn't made the playoffs in six years, starting over again with another new head coach in Brian Dayball, and and a team that you know again there was I don't know what expectations were for this team, but there wasn't much from fans or media. What did you see in the Giants in also this team? And are you even surprised that you've made the progress you've made, which is making the playoffs and having a winning record? I, I think that you know at the end of the season. Uh, when it ever does end after that last game, I, I'd be able to answer that better. Uh, I know that we got a, a, a group of guys that, uh, you know, play well together. They like being around each other. They're very selfless. And, uh, and, and they, you know, they try to do what you ask to the best of their ability. And I think when you have that going, you, you, you can go a long way. You know what I mean? You'll like where you end up at. And I, I, I like I said, I give credit to the players. And the coaches, I think, our system's easy to teach. Uh, you know, Bart and I, when when we uh, it was me and a couple of coaches went there because none of our families were up there, and and we saw Bart, I believe, with your family too, Bart. Yeah, yeah. Uh, at least the kid, at least the kids, and uh, uh, you know, he just said he he loves our style of defense. Make sure you attack, and I told him he didn't have to worry about that. <laughs> now, speaking of that, everybody knows that you're going to attack, including Kevin O'Connell. Um, you talk about rematches and kind of using team studying against them. Um, how how has the preparation been to be able to have a, a plan A and a plan B to be able to adjust? Because adjustments <clears throat> in the playoffs, you know, really make the difference when you talk about rematches. Because now they've seen how you yep. attack certain personnel and things of that sort. You're the veteran; he's the rookie play caller. You know, how's that matchup in? And how you look? How much for how how are you looking forward to this rematch and this chess match? Well, the thing that stands out about Kevin is is you know you're right by experience uh, of actually playing the calls, but you can tell when you watch his offense and as talented as they are, uh, and and himself that you know he he wasn't just sitting there saying okay to all the plays that Sean McVay said let's put in. He was part of that process, and you can see it. And I think it's cool. And it's, you know, I said something yesterday about you can see his twist on the McVay offense. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I think that you know, you know, this whole game is going to be about punches and counter punches. And uh, I think you have to continue to change the looks up, but make no mistake about it. Number eight needs to be hit because mm-hmm. uh, because you know that changes the game, and, and you know that that's going to be one of our goals. That's music to Giants fans' ears. Speaking of, you know, somebody that will try to hit the quarterback as much as he can, Kayvon Thibodeau, as a rookie, how, what have you seen in him so far, and what do you think his potential is? Oh, I think his potential is just unlimited. I don't even want to put a ceiling on it because every week he gets better, every day he gets better. He's got a, he's one of those old-school rookies. It doesn't even seem like he's a rookie. Uh, he's a natural leader and, you know, what he usually sets out to do, he he does, and I you know I just I, I love being around the guy, and you know he's he's made a lot of big plays for us already early in his career, and you know you just continue to see him get grow every day. 
Is, is he the emotional leader of this team? Is he just the guy that goes out there and, and brings the energy, brings the juice, so to speak? That's what's different. I, I, you know, an emotional leader, I think they all are because they all trust each other. Um, you know, the, the, you know and you were with Ray and I'm, I'm with Ray. There's, there's no, you know, Ray Lewis per se on the team that, you know, when he talks, everybody listens. It's when whoever talks, everybody listens with the whole group, and that's what's different about it. I mean, it's really a different feel. It's hard for me to paint a picture on the different field, but it's like, it's you know, I just keep telling you guys, enjoy this, enjoy this, because uh, I, I haven't seen anything like it in pro football as far as the guys' unity and trust in each other and how they communicate. And, you know, I, like I said, it's a credit to players, it's a credit to assistant coaches, because, you know, I, I, I keep, keep it blunt, you know, keep it real, and there's no ego involved in it. And and uh, the ones that do uh, ego will flare up. They get settled in the locker room before it even comes in the defensive meeting room. They're like, whoa, 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 you had your chance, you know, because I'll say, how do you guys see this? You know, any questions? Are we good? You know, all the time. And, you know, sometimes there'll be questions. Sometimes they'll say, what do you think about this? And I'll say, yeah, that's a good idea. But I just think the the uh, family environment, you know, that Dave is, Dave's is, is established, and the consistency of it, you know, just you know, just be one and zero at the end of the week. Don't think about anything else. Mm-hmm. Let's have the best Wednesday we can have. Let's have the best Thursday we can have. You know, today's Fast Friday. We're gonna have the best Fast Friday we ever had. And and just taking it that that approach, it's like, and I, you know, I keep telling them, you keep doing this, you'll like where you end up at. And and uh, I'm just really happy and excited for the players, uh, the ones that have battled through. You know the, the the last couple ten years, and uh, you know, and and seeing, you know, they're they're able to reap the rewards, you know, of, of all the hard work they put in. Now you're speaking about somebody who's endured all. You know, Dexter Lawrence has had an amazing season, and you talk about you make your name in the regular season, you make your fame in the postseason. I think a lot of people are going to be surprised at that. About, I think he's a throwback. He's, he's a throwback. He's not the Ted Washington, Casey Hampton type of guys. I think he's like nope. the Haloti Nada. He's the Albert Hainsworth. He's the big baby Sean Rogers. Like, yep. how, how much have he he's impressed you? Yeah, how much have he impressed, impressed you? Like his Chris Jenkins type of you know, ability to be able to yeah. dominate the run but have a little wiggle in, 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 in a short area. Well, I mean, it's like when I was watching tape, you know, when we first got started way back when, I'm like, this guy's going to be the centerpiece of our defense. And, you know, any, any defense that's worth, worth assault, you know, that you got to have a centerpiece. And he's definitely been that and more because, you know, I was with Ted Washington, let it be, you know, it was at the end, you know, those, some of those guys you've mentioned. And uh, he's just I, – I like the Haloti not a comparison because of both of them – have similar athleticism at that size. It's like, holy, you can't, you know, <laughs> are you kidding me? And, uh, you know, he, and he's a great, great guy, and he's, you know, just as happy for his teammates to do well that he is for himself. And, uh, you know, he's, uh, he's, uh, he's made his agent really happy. I know that this past year. <laughs> Somebody's got a commission coming to them. 
Hey, Wink, it's, yep. I really appreciate the time. I know it's a very busy day. Of course, it's been a busy it, week as well. But this was tremendous insight. And I'll yep. tell you what, teams always take on the personality of its coach. And in your defense, it takes on the personality of the coordinators, no doubt about it. And that's why people are so looking forward to this game. It's been a long time coming. Good luck to you. Good luck to the Giants. All the best. Go Blue. Appreciate it, guys. All right, we thank again, Wink. We thank also over 1,700 ESPN New York listeners who have played cover five this football season. Each week, you picked five games against the spread, and the results are in. The grand prize, $1,000, went to Nate from Hoboken, who won by a landslide, by the way, nearly 40 points above the rest. Gordon Damer led the way for the ESPN personality. Stay tuned for news on the next cover five contest right here on ESPN New York. It's Bart Hahn, Alan Hahn, Bart Scott, 98.7 ESPN. I'll tell you what, Bart, when he said number eight needs to be hit, that's like, you know, like that's that moment that yeah. you hear that and it's like, oh, yeah. Right? Like, and you said it to him, Place too. At the table. You know what he's bringing. Like, there's no secrets here. No doubt. I mean, they're bringing the house. That's what they're going to do. The, but- se- the secret is what, part, what window they're coming in. <laughs> what window they're coming in? Are they coming in the back door, the front door, the side door, the window, or the chimney? Yeah. But it's, it's funny, though, and you were saying this, how the, the Giants have a much different personality than we're used to now foundation has always been defense for the Giants yeah. like when they've been great it's because they've had great defenses but this is a little bit different look than we're used to with the Giants right yeah and I think you know they're excited you know it's more than one way to skin a cat right that's a cliche that's yep. the, that's the same uh, if you were if you were to come back and, and, and you were in the time machine and you went back in the, in the, in the hot tub time machine and you, you finally came back to regular time you would think that the Giants were the Jets and the Jets were the Giants because traditionally the Giants have not been a blitzing, attacking team, mm-hmm. cover zero team. They've been a, we got four pass rushers, we're going to play coverage behind. You think about, you know, um, you think about um, Strahan, you think about Tuck, Oshi Yumiura, you know, Kiyonukwa, you know, you think about that, right? But now they're coming a different way. They're putting you know, Kayvon Thibodeau on the move. They're taking Leonard Williams and pay, putting him in the three, four type of thing. Put him at the five technique, being able to, you know, blitz, bring the linebackers, bring the safeties, bring the corners. And this is, I think it's a, a, it's the same way to be effective, but I think it's super exciting to Giants fans because they've never seen this style mm-hmm. of defense where the defense dictates the terms of engagement. They force the offense to react to them opposed to them sitting back, reading, reacting. They're not sitting in zone. They're playing man-to-man coverage. They're saying, hey, somebody's open. Do you have time to find it? <laughs> Do you know? Right. right. We yeah, somebody's open. Yeah, somebody open. But you we might not have time to figure out who it is. Let you know he's open. Now, 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 you talked about you know again. You, I love the question you asked him too about you know the nerves. You know, at the start of a playoff game, how it's different. And he kind of said with the linebackers, you kind of let them go. You yeah. let them go, get it out of your system. But you were you and I were talking uh, before during a break, and you were saying. The one thing to watch, though, is the corners and safeties cannot be aggressive. Right. right. So you got to work them in and put them in positions that they're not being overly aggressive. Because if you have a overzealous safety that wants to make a big hit and he's trusting his keys and his eyes, and they pull the lineman, right? They pull the lineman. So that's that's usually confirmation that it's a it's a run. And all the things look like a run, but it's that one setup where they pull the lineman out. But that's part of the protection. And you get you know the ball over the head, and you leave your corner out there on the island. Mm-hmm. You don't want to give up explosives and big plays. And in playoff games, if you just, if you're going to give up a first down, you want it to be a first down. You don't want to give up a 
easy play, a 40-yard bomb, a 30-yard bomb. Yeah, those type of things, right? So as a coordinator, you have to make sure that you make sure your guys are warmed up, right? Make sure that their eyes are good. Make sure that the nerves are gone. So you can send the the linebacker because there's certain run pass blitzes that are good against both that you just let them go run and hit something and like just be a like, you know, just go try and blow something up. And then the other guys, you got to work in good and say, okay, I'm going to put you in the, in the middle and let you play the hole. And we'll, we'll play like the hole coverage where you can go out and try and rob a crosser because even if you miss a crosser, he's not going vertical. So you can protect him that way. So he'll know what to do. And he mm-hmm. knows his personnel better than I do. He knows the personalities of his players who needs to get started so that they're not, you know, reserved. Because what you try to tell you, okay, stay calm, be a professional, it's the same game. And then you look up and like, man, I'm not hype enough, and I, I'm walking around lethargic, and I'm working and trying to be workmanlike. This game is built on emotion. Mm-hmm. And you got to know who the guy is. Like, okay, this dude is popping out of his skin. Let me go just let him go hit something. Yep. And whatever he hit, he just going to destroy it. <laughs> and we'll play off of that. Like, we'll, we'll do that. Go hit something. It'll make yeah. you feel better. 800-919-3776. Let's go to Long Island and talk to Mike real quick. What's up, Mike? Boys, how are you? This great football Friday. It is. Excellent. How, how do you not love Wink? A guy comes on the air. He's eating with Bart at P.F. Chang's. And then he's saying, you better hit this guy, yep. number eight. Most defensive coordinators will not come on and do that. I, th- I think you talk about attitude reflects leadership. So they carry that same swag. So when you hear Kayvon Thibodeau talking about, hey, man, I'm not worried about if I sack somebody, if they land down next to me, if they hurt. I'm doing my snow angels. I'm celebrating. This game is supposed to be about emotion. You're supposed to celebrate when you get to the quarterback. That's what I get paid to do. I ain't got time to listen. If your quarterback over there laying on the ground flopping like a fish, that's a you problem. Get your training staff out here and get them up and get them the hell off the side of the field so I can get me another one. Like, I ain't got time to be worried about him. If you don't want me to celebrate, don't let me get a sack. And, and that comes from right. Wayne Mardell. I hope I see Dexter doing a dance this weekend. Dexter and London mm. in the middle there, pushing through the middle and doing a little dance on top of number eight. It's nothing like a big man celebration, man. It's nothing like the big oh, belly, yeah. big hips. The, the, dancing you know, it's, bears. It's nothing yeah. like the dancing Thank bears, you, Mike. Man. I mean, it's, it's, but I, that's what you like, though. Again, it was great just having this conversation with Wink. It just gives you insight into – why the Giants have been able to make this yeah. move, like how quickly they were to turn this around. Because Dave, all we know about, mm-hmm. we know his steadiness and everything else. Yeah. But adding Wink's personality to the defense. You need that. And as I said to him when we were saying goodbye, and I was thinking it while we were talking to him, a lot of times a team takes on the personality yeah. of its coach. And on that defense, you can see. And how about yeah. him raving yeah. about how I've never seen it, the chemistry this group has, yeah. how they come to work. Humility. Like yeah, the, the, how they are all in together, and he loves this group that yeah. they have. When I was when I was with the Jets, right, mm-hmm. it was more that vibe, right. Rebus was a superstar. Yeah, everybody you guys every, everybody else was yeah. good. When I was with the Ravens, we had Hall of Famers that we knew were Hall of Famers pretty early on. You like Sons, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a Hall of Famer. Colony <laughs> Nod, that's a Hall of Famer. Ray Lewis, that's a Hall of Famer. You just Ed Reed, that's a Hall of Famer. Right. Like, and then we got a cast of characters outside of that. But what you love is like, and that's why I was important because I've been in systems like this. Right, I know that he hasn't even scratched the surface in being able to put in his whole system. He's just feed, he's spoon feeding them right right now. They're getting fed with a bottle right now. <laughs> Next year they're going to be at the buffet and saying, "Do you want chicken, turkey, oxtails, <laughs> or ground beef?" <laughs> yeah. Right, right now he's just giving them poultry. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And a slab of bacon. Right. right. So that's why you should be encouraged if you're a, uh, a Giants, Giants fan, fan, because the package grows. And now you you adjust to the adjustment, mm. and then before you know it, you're you're able to create stuff, 
right? Because now you you understand the concepts and what it is supposed to be. Yeah. So you can say, listen, man, this guy is blitzing every time. We're going to just make it to him. And, and guys understand, okay, if I'm outside, that means I do this. If I'm in the middle, I do this. Right. And that's how you like – it's like a – you know how Bruce Lee used to say, be water? Yes. Water goes in a bottle, it becomes the bottle. Right. Water can flow, water can crash. And when this system gets like that – it can flow, it can crash, and then it can adapt to whatever offense is going against. And when you get there and you have a core, guys, that's when it gets dangerous. Yeah, and that's, again, that's what's exciting about this. It's really, if you hear Wink, it's just the beginning. Amazing. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Part of the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. So we sit there and I'm like, uh, I'm like, I'm like, you know, Max used to rap, right? He's like, man, whatever, man. What you talking about? I'm like, no, no, he was an MC, son. Max Kellerman. Yeah, I'm like, yo, he no, he, he can rap. Like, yo, like, like he no, flow. He's like, man, he's like, whatever. So he Googled he had it. Flow. So he Googled, Googled mm-hmm. it, right? So I'm going out to get my tea today, and uh, Max is out there freestyling, spitting for him at the, uh, at the at the tea stand. He he had to hear it for himself because he couldn't hear the sound. He just saw him moving, you know what I'm saying, and the gestures yeah, yeah, and stuff. Yeah. He thought he was in a restaurant. But no, man, I'm not trying to. I'm not. You're not getting punk, man. I'm trying. I'm telling you, like Max can flow. You know what I'm saying? So then Max is out there spitting for him at the uh, thing, and you can just see like, like. Neat, like blown away. Yeah, it's like it's, it's like it's probably like Dave Chappelle, like uh, Charlie Murphy felt when he saw Prince out there hooping with a blouse on, putting up the J. Shoot the J. Like, hold up, man. Prince can ball. Yeah, speaking of, run up on Prince. He can ball. Speaking of shoot the J. So the the Nets play without KD last night. Obviously, KD's gonna be out for what a month. Yeah, a month. They play the Celtics, which is you know it's a good top of the Eastern Conference matchup. Yeah. This was one of those games that with KD maybe. You know, you could say, all right, here's a, here's a potential Eastern Conference Finals yeah. matchup. Well, they lost. Next man up. Next man up. Yeah, right. Next man up, right? They lost 109-98. They only scored 98 points. They only scored 16 in the fourth quarter. They actually were up early in this game. Well, Jalen Brown being hurt is going to be a big issue, too. 
going forward. Yeah. So if they play again, let's see how they how they match up that way. Yeah, but still, you know, neither team. I mean, Brogdon had a great great game off the bench. Well, you would think with KD out, like Kyrie does what he's got to do. I mean, he didn't shoot the ball very well, but he still got twenty four points, six assists. You got a two time All Star on the squad, right? You do, Ben Simmons. Now, Ben Simmons had thirteen assists. He had nine rebounds. How many so he, points? Do so you he had a double double. Points, he almost many, had a double double. How many? He almost had a double double. <laughs> how, <laughs> how many points did he have, Bart? Uh, knowing that KD is out, mm-hmm. I would say sixteen. If Kyrie led the team in, in scoring, lower Bob. Twelve. Lower Bob. Ten. Lower Bob. Six. Let's keep going down. He had to get fr- fouled in, in the free throws. Uh, right. He did not take a free throw. How do you not take a free throw? He didn't. He's he, a slashing now point he played, guard. He played 26 minutes. So you're saying he, he, didn't get a, he didn't get a free throw shot? Did not score. Come on, man. Zero. Hold up. How, did he shoot? He, he did shoot. How many times? How many shots he put up? Ten? Lower, Bob. Come on, man. Like, we got to get this dude to a sports psychiatrist, man. Like, his inability to I don't even a sports psychiatrist must be like, I, no. Can't like, do about this. Have you ever seen him warm up, man? Yeah. Have you ever seen He don't even have his, his guy hand on the ball when he's shooting. No, nah, he just, he's just too cool for school. Yeah, like, he's like flicking. It's like he almost don't want nobody to put him on, on Instagram or, or, or Twitter. Maybe. maybe. Shooting and missing make everything. But if that's the case, bro, shoot straight on. You can at least shoot straight on because if you miss, at least you'll hit the backboard, right? Shoot the J. Shoot it. It's, it's so hard to win with no KD and knowing that you don't have to guard one dude. It's hard so to win when you have a starter that has zero points. That's hard to do. Now, again, 13 assists, nine rebounds. He had two steals. He had a block shot. I get a steal and he didn't shoot. Three shots. You want to hear from Ben Simmons? Yeah, let's hear from Ben. All right, well, this is just talking about, you know, playing a, a tough opponent like Boston. Coming in here tonight and playing a team like that, that's fun. You know, you want to play the best the best team. And that's the way they play is just very together, you know, defensively and offensively. And I don't think it's a – they have some great individuals, but when you put it together, they play team basketball. Um, they know their roles. They share the ball. Um, they're very consistent. Nobody asked them? I would hope somebody said. Nobody asked him about his stat line. Like, like Ben, you didn't get in the block. Do you feel any pressure to have to? No, no. You don't want to talk about pressure with him. We know that that's a, that's a no-go. Okay. You can't say to him anything about pressure. Okay. But do, it's do, like one do, of those things of, with KD need. out. Do you feel the need don't you feel to be more aggressive? Like responsible at all to just say. You're making a, big, a lot of money, man. I probably should get some buckets here. Right? Something? A little something? Little something like some something. T.J. Warren got you twenty off the bench. He gonna hit us with a hook. T.J. Warren's that's a real. That's gonna prove to be a really sneaky like, good pickup. I like T.J. Warren, man. He, he, he was he was a star. He was nice before he years. got hurt. Right. Who who took his soul? Kawhi Leonard. Somebody took his soul, or Jimmy Butler took his soul. Remember they got in and he was supposed to be. He was having an All Star caliber year, and Jimmy Butler just took his lunch, uh, and they almost got in a fight. Kind of shut him down. Did he cut his braids off? Joe, yeah, Joe Harris at eighteen, hit four threes like. Everybody else is trying to step up. That's the problem with the NBA is that here's a game that should have been like a must-watch matchup. Yep. I mean, two teams, the Nets have been red hot. Celtics have been the top of the East all year. And you're like, all right, like this should be a fun one. And, I mean, it was actually a fairly entertaining game for a game that didn't really have a lot of offense in it. 
But, yo, I mean, I'm looking at the Big box Sam's score. Be better, I swear man. to God, like, I, I was checking on that game back and forth, watching the Islanders as well, and I'm saying to myself, like, did, has Ben scored? And then afterwards, check the box score. I'm like, no. Like, has Ben shot? He's got zero. It's, it's one thing not to score. That's not, that's not the biggest sin. The biggest sin is not trying to score. When your team uh, But three you. shots, you, I don't know. Man, I mean, you're 6'10". 13 assists is trying to make plays, But though. you're 6'10 and you big. Yeah. Go to the basket and get fouled. And it's not like, I mean, with Jalen Brown not out there, it's one less, like, big, big. body. And, and you should be able to maneuver around anybody that can block your shot because mm-hmm. you, you're an agile big man. What would you do? Like, do you think that opposing teams should basically just, let's just trap the hell out of Kyrie and make Ben Simmons be a scorer? Of course. And see if he wants to. Like, he doesn't even look in the basket. Like, listen, Bruce Bowens was was a great defensive lockdown oh, yeah. star. Oh, yeah. But the problem is Ben is the point guard, so he can't go hide in the corner like P.J. Tucker and hope that somebody, you know, creates an open shot for him. He's supposed to be creating open shots for other people. But to create open shots, he has to be a legitimate threat to score. And to do that, you actually got to try and score. And to do that, that means the ball has to leave your hand in the direction of the basket, not, not, in, a, in, in, not in, a, in the direction of a teammate to catch. Like, he'd be on a foot fast break, and he'll just he'll go by the basket and not even look at it. Like, bro, it's, it's right yeah. above your head. Yeah, You're 6'10". It, you probably don't even have to jump that high to dunk it. It's right there. That's going to be a problem, man. And How they got to keep And trying that's to the part of it, right? And that's the part of it. The part of it to me is – the Nets are in a better place this year than they were last year when they lost KD. Way better place. First of all, Kyrie actually listens to the coach, cares yeah. about the coach, is engaged. They got a little depth. So let's start there. They, they, yeah, they are a little Royce more healthy. O'Neal. But And TJ Warren. They have some guys. But the one thing that could become a problem for them is if Ben Simmons just refuses to yep. be part of the offense on a scoring capacity. Again, 13 assists. You can't, you can't knock that. 13 yeah. assists. But he's starting to give us the Rajon Rondo thing. Yes. Which is Rondo would never score. Scared to shoot. But at least Rondo would not shoot a three. scared to shoot. At least he would shoot a three every once in a while. Preferred not to shoot. Yeah. And was horrible at the free throw line with the big old yeah. uh, Hellboy hands. Yeah, yeah. That's a problem. <laughs> Got them Hellboy hands. It's like, <laughs> trying to, it's like trying to shoot a free throw with a tennis ball. <laughs> it's like you overgrip It's like your fingers. It's funny you say that. People should understand that. Yeah. You would think a big hands, oh, it must be easy no, to shoot a free throw. it makes throw. it worse. T- that's what you do. Take a, not a tennis ball, and not Take really, a volleyball. A volleyball. Try to shoot a free throw with a volleyball. You over But not in a regular it, net. You overgroup it. It's you incredible. You it. Right. It's incredible how it's very difficult to make it perfect. Yeah, when you got big, you ever see Shaq with the ball? Yeah. He got his fingers around it, and his hand ain't even open. You almost shoot with three fingers. Yeah, Some, some of the guys all, with the big, yeah, huge hands. Yeah, got them all there. Just yeah. Kawhi Leonard, man. Hellboy, too. Like... <laughs> I can imagine, can imagine, like I bet you like he can suffocate people just by putting his hands over their <laughs> face. Just sneaks up behind yeah. somebody. He <laughs> has his thumb and his index on the back of my head. His, his fingers are wrapped around my head. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And... Boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. 
We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. We've been like kicking around the whole Lamar Jackson thing. After our show yesterday, he went to Twitter. And I found it interesting that he would reveal this much. And again, this shows you when you don't have an agent, a lot of times it's like you make questionable decisions. I'll read this and then you tell me if you think this was the right thing to do. So again, the Ravens play the Bengals on Sunday night in in the wild card matchup. That is obviously division rivals as well. And as we played for you yesterday, John Harbaugh reached that point where he's just like, I'm done talking about it. So Lamar decided, yeah, yeah, you could hear it. So Lamar then decided to tell everybody via Twitter that he suffered a PCL grade two sprain. Borderline three, right? Yeah, borderline strain three. He said, there's still inflammation surrounding my knee and my knee remains unstable. I wish I could be out there with my guys more than anything but I can't give 100% of myself to my guys and fans. I'm still hopeful we have a chance. Uh, he also added that he's in good spirits and continue with treatments on the road to recovery, which, once again, clearly he didn't write this. Someone wrote it, and he tweeted it. Yeah. Because that's, that's not – Lamar doesn't talk that way. Yeah. Those aren't the kind of things – it's probably what he wanted to say, yeah. but it didn't feel genuine. So this was an idea of, hey, Lamar, let's – Get get ahead of the narrative. Let's get out there because of people thinking you're not you're playing, playing because, because of the contract. Right? How do you feel about this? Was this the right decision? I mean, I feel like it might have been better if he would have came out and said it in front of um, maybe the the media and allowed them to like do a press conference or something and Answer then I'll questions. say, "Hey, I'm not I'm not playing, guys. Right? The knee just not ready yet. Blah blah blah, and give them a chance to get their pound of flesh." But now when you release a statement, it's like, well, did you make a statement because Harbaugh didn't say anything in your defense? Right. And he left it open like that. Like, well, I'm done talking about Lamar. I'm preparing for a, a football game. And you didn't want to say, hey, he's hurt. Because mm-hmm. Harbaugh could have just said, hey, he's hurt. Yeah. The knee's not responding. We're, we're doing everything we can do to get him on the field. But he's just not ready. And we got to go out there and we got we to gotta carry Lamar. Lamar has done a great job in carrying his organization at times. When people are hurt, now it's time for us to carry him, and hopefully he can get back in time for us to still achieve our ultimate goal. Yeah. Uh, now, so Tyler Huntley actually has been – He got tendonitis. Working hell, his way back. How the hell you get tendonitis, man? Like, that, that's how, let me know that you that you prepared to be a backup your whole <laughs> life. You can't even throw the ball. Like, oh, man, I got to play again. <laughs> man, damn, my, my shoulder tied. 
Hell, you showed the time for man. You ain't even a starter all year. Haven't played all season. We've been playing four games. Got tendonitis. <laughs> How the hell you got tendonitis in four games? Your body's not used to playing that much. <laughs> I was built to be a backup, sir. Like, son, man, you like, need to get your reps up, man. Eight hundred nine nine three seven seven six. When we do lunch money, we'll go. We'll pick each game and the spreads and everything else. We'll do that in the next hour as well. If you missed it. Earlier this hour, we had uh, Wink Martindale, the defense coordinator of the Giants, on with us, and it was a great conversation. We'll take the best of that. We'll replay some of it for you. Also in the 2 o'clock hour, very, very busy power hour coming up on a football Friday before Wild Card Weekend, but we also have a ton of calls as Giant fans, Viking fans. They're just coming at each other, and we love it. We also have Steve from Margaritaville. What's happening, Steve? Ah. Hey, what's going on, guys? you hear me? Yeah, we yep. got you. Yeah, so yeah, listen, you guys know I'm a diehard Jets fan, diehard Barton Han fan. Bart, you my favorite. Han, you my favorite. I was just hanging out, you know, letting these guys go back and forth, do what they do. But, man, I feel like we got some misrepresentation from New York from that caller, man. How dare you call and crying and telling my guys how to run their show, the number one show on ESPN Radio. You don't do that, man. If you want, if you want somebody to feed you the Kool-Aid, go on back over to the crybaby. You know what? When he came in crying like that, I had a feeling he was from the morning show. Sounds like Dave Rothenberg. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, he was trying to tell us we couldn't. Uh, no, Stephen, he, he's trying to tell us that we can't We can't take Vikings callers, yeah. fans. That, that, and by the way, they were from New York, these guys. These right. Viking fans. Like, that's the one thing about New York is you will find fans pot. of other teams they all have over bar, the They have bars of every team. It's a San Francisco 49ers bar where all those fans. It's, they're Crazy. everywhere. Stephen, we appreciate you, man. We love you. Thank you. Thank you for that. I mean, what what are you what what are we supposed to say? It's like, bruh. You know, I mean, if, if farm your own land, man. Like, listen, if you don't want them, like I said, if you don't want them flooding the airways, he was saying he was holding us accountable. Up. You hear yeah. him say, "I'm holding you accountable." He was so upset. Yeah. He was yelling at Ray. I'm putting cases on all you. He was telling. I didn't fall in. He was telling Dina. Twenty four five right now. Shoe program. Shoe program. You win night night. You win night night. All day, by myself. (laughs) Two shoes, no shoelaces. We got Mike in the truck. What's up, Mike? Hey, what's up, fellas? How you guys doing today? Good, we're good. What's happening? Man, I wanted to to go off on that call too a little bit. You know what I need you guys to do? I need you guys to let the Vikings call us calling. That's what we we need. I want all the smoke. Listen, the Giants is ready to play. I think Kayvon Thibodeau is going to be a big game record this this Sunday. Um, Bart. How does it feel that the Pistons are in the 14th place and the Knicks are in the 6th place? How does that feel? Um, Alan, I, think, I love I, you. I, I think, I, no, 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 don't go nowhere. No, no, no. You don't just ask to ask that and try to get off of him. He just threw the grenade and ran. I'm here. I'm here. Go on, bud. Kay Cunningham is out for the season. Uh-huh. And although we're 14th, in, in, we're 14th, if you look up, yeah, we're, we're 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 only in second place for Wayway. You ain't getting Wayway, and y'all are nowhere yeah. near Wayway. No way way. the league so is giving we, you Wayway. So when we get Wayway, you're not getting Wayway. You know what I saw yesterday? I saw Tap Tap, the Pistons store. You got excited, and it about reminded that. me that the Pistons, as an organization, has more championships than the Knicks. Well, man, I don't want to hit one her. more. Don't even, don't Marinate even go on there that. with the championship. Marinate on the that. Knicks, the Knicks is going to be a good team this year. 
They can maybe make a splash in the playoffs. Well, yeah. No, no, no. Hold yeah. up, hold they up. The playoffs, I'm going to stop you right there. Let them know, no, Mike. Don't they, let them say this Mike, to you, Mike. Mike, no, Mike Alex, they can no, make Alex. the playoffs. Don't let them no, talk Alex, to you like I that. Love you. I've been listening to you for for a really long time on MSG, so I love you, Alan. Let, let, let Bart know, man. Don't let don't let. Okay, no, no. You said your Knicks can make the playoffs. But you said you said make some noise. You said make some noise. They can make the playoffs. They ain't making no noise. What? No, what why, why not? not? Why not? Who, who they beating? He said make noise. Yeah, make noise. You can scream Alan. and make noise. It don't mean nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, just, it's about making noise. That's what it's about. No, it's, it's about, about letting it. them know. Okay. That's yeah, all. And real, and real fast, I wanted to add to, uh, to one of the conversations you guys had uh, a couple weeks ago. Remember you guys talking about like uh, singers in this time and – they won't be able to make it in back in the day or something like yeah. that. You remember that part? Yeah. Let me. I'm gonna just throw his name out there and I'm gonna just hang up. Fantasia. You think he was last back in the day? Clive Frazier? Wait, who are you uh, saying? Fantasia, not not Clive Fantasia. Frazier. Fantasia. Fantasia. You talking about singing? Wait. Yeah, singing. Okay. What, what did he say? See, Alan didn't understand your question. Yeah, because you muffled. said we were having no, no, a conversation. No. You guys had a conversation about singers that singers. Oh, that singers that, that 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 wouldn't be able to like compete in the past, in the old yeah. days when singing really I just was. I throw a name out there, Fantasia. But uh, 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 yo, uh, fellas, I love you guys. Fantasia I appreciate got you, Mike. a lot of Fantasia got a lot of soul, but I don't know about her vocals. Her vocals are cool. Like there was a lot of vocal talent yeah, back yeah. in the day. Fanta- well, Tina Marie, we just talked about Tina Marie. Fanta- Ooh, la, la, la. Fantasia lost me when she, her and Jamie Foxx had maybe the ugliest kiss I have ever seen on TV. <laughs> like I wanted to spit. That? Like no, it was. Did you <laughs> it see just, it? It was the sloppy. I was like, oh, <laughs> it was like looking at your parents' kiss. I was like, man, that looked nasty. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. You ever seen that kiss? I, I, I implore uh, everybody to... to see. It was like a award show. So because you they, had to they, see it, we all got to live through it now too. And it was like it should have been sexy, but it didn't. No, it, no, it didn't hit yeah, that way at yeah, all, did it? Made you look the other way. It was just like. All right. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN.